0: Hello, everybody. FUVFC, back with you here on March 22nd. Bit of a post spring break show here. How was your guys' spring break just to start things off? It's pretty good, man pretty good. Good. Once to Boston on St. Paddy's Day. That was wild. That must, that must have been fun. Mir, like, what about why? you, man?
1: For me, it was pretty good. I mean, like, my, my parents are in Dallas, so, like, you know, for them to come in is, is, is always a little difficult. But, uh, you know, like, it, it, it's nice to always see them. And also, uh, you know, the, the annoying thing about Fordham sometimes is, for the spring semester especially, is when you have, like, a, a vacation, like a Thanksgiving in the fall or, or a spring break in the spring, is that they'll give you homework. Or or a you project had, to turn in. You had homework. I had homework. That's in college, that and sucks. I had and I had something to turn in like on the monday you know so I like know, I, did, I don't I didn't know what professors
0: you're taking but you need to it, it's a, I mean figure it's a that capstone class semester. yeah, yeah I I know. okay fair yeah.
2: enough well yeah. john we had that
0: midterm thing that we just didn't do yet so Yeah. that was <laughs> technically <laughs> a spring break assignment yeah really that technically that was but that's not due until friday mir's apparently was due on monday but anyway that's... enough talking about school i'm bored i'm right. boring myself to death already we got a big show here today first one after spring break as i just mentioned mir gory tyler bailey with me on this wednesday afternoon we've got NYCFC and the New York Red Bulls, starting off their season, they both played three games. We'll talk about them for a second. I know that Tyler was at one of their games. I'm not exactly sh- Which one were you at? I went to the uh, NYCFC home opener. Uh, fifth, fifth coldest
2: game in MLS history. Wow. Oh it was God. cold, man. It was really cold. <laughs> look at, yeah, look yeah, at you. It, yeah, it, it would was cold. be <laughs> cold. Braving the elements like It was good, fan. though. It was I good, though. It. They beat the heck out of D.C. It was no, Easter's that's good. coming.
0: Well, <laughs> we got... Schweinsteiger going to the MLS. That's a big news of one of the big another big name coming over here to the states. We'll touch upon the BPL. We'll touch or excuse me the EPL now. I can't technically call it the BPL. We'll discuss. I don't know whatever you want to discuss. We'll talk about Chelsea. We'll talk about Tottenham. We'll talk about I don't know. I guess Man United. If you guys, if if. If what about what about the Arsenal? To, we'll, oh, we'll talk about. It. <laughs> we'll have our own little Arsenal fan TV in here. We'll all we'll just yell about how Wenger needs to go, which is true. Wenger does need to go, but we'll talk. We'll we'll talk about that if need be, and then we'll talk about the U.S. men's national team. They've got two huge, huge upcoming qualifiers, and a bit of a plug in the future here. Future, or excuse me, former U.S. men's national team player Jimmy Conrad will be on the podcast next week, so. I'll be one. on the lookout for that. Heck yeah. Tyler Bailey, good friend of his as yeah. well as as well as well myself. Hopefully you'll be able to come on for that one. But anyway, let's get things started. Let's talk about NYCFC. Tyler, we'll kind of lean on you here for a little bit. We know you're a big fan of the team. As you All said, right. you were at the home opener when they beat DC United 4-0. Had a bit of a... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word here. A re not a relapse. That's the wrong word here. Well, kind of. I mean, <laughs> relapse is not recidivism. the right word. But was, <laughs> you, you know you know what I'm yeah. trying to
2: say. Well, I mean, uh, the home the the home opener was great. The season opener was was not so great. Um, you know, when they played Orlando in that beautiful new stadium, they yeah. got down there. Um, R.I.P. Kaká's hamstring. By the way. Yeah. Um, oh. but the usual. That was a game. Uh, you could definitely tell where. There was a lot of new parts to NYCFC's system at that point, and there still are, obviously. But um, a lot of those roster moves are going to take a while to gel. Um, I think you know you could really tell that the new center back, uh, Alexander Kayens, um, really got caught in no man's land on that Kyle Laren goal, the header at the back post. Um, really hung Ronald Matarita out to dry on that one. And that was really the story of the game. They couldn't really create anything, and uh, they were beaten on a silly little... Uh, just a simple cross and header at the back post, which really was just a sign of rust more than anything else, I think, and a sign of things really not gelling yet. But the home opener was an entirely different story. Yeah. Um, good crowd for an insanely cold match. I was just going to say, I how is, it was how like, was the environment for that? I game? think it was like twenty three degrees at kickoff or something like that, and um, it was still a lot of fun. Um, it, it wouldn't have been fun if they didn't just beat the crap out of DC United, but yeah. they did. So, uh, there's I can't really com- complain too much about it. Um, one thing I noticed is that Alexander Ring, uh, Finnish international that they brought in to be that kind of second uh, defensive midfielder to kind of back up Pirlo, has been a, a, a wonderful addition. He's the guy. If you're gonna play Pirlo as a defensive midfielder, you need someone who's gonna run around and just destroy things for your team, uh, and just kind of do all the dirty Pirlo's work that Pirlo can't do. That. Can yeah, do. Exactly. You know, if you're if you're gonna have him um, like an
0: N'Golo Conte kind of player.
2: Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly what he's been so far. Uh, his usage rate has been very high. Uh, the amount of tackles and interceptions he's put in, uh, just the amount of recoveries he's put in is excellent, and uh, it really allows Pirlo to do what he does best, which is you know connect the back to the front, and that's exactly what they need. Um, things were a little bit different the next home game uh, against Vancouver. Obviously, it was a pretty stale draw. Montreal. You mean? Yeah, Montreal. Sorry about that. Uh, it was a pretty stale Canadian teams. They know y- they, yeah, H- they all H- blend H- together. They really do at this point. <laughs> Blue and white teams. There's just so many of them. Um, but yeah. It it was just another it was a stale draw. I'm not really gonna take too much out of it. Um it's still early in the season. They're one one and one. I, mm-hmm. I don't really know how much farther my analysis can go. <laughs> so, Tyler, did you
1: go to the first game last season?
2: Yeah, I've been to the home opener and every year. I, I don't know if you like can remember how it was, but does this team does does it look better at least? In yeah, terms it does. Of just, I mean at the, the beginning of the yeah, season. Yeah. I mean the The fact that Patrick Vieira is now in his second year as head coach and he's really had the chance to work with a lot of the guys that are still on the roster... And bring in players that he thinks are going to be a good fit to execute his system and his philosophy. I think that can only be a positive thing. And they did so well last year. You know, they, they were second in the East. Um, they ended up getting walloped by Toronto yeah. in the playoffs. But the fact that they got to the playoffs uh, and got a first round bye as a second year club with a first year manager uh, is huge. And I think that that trajectory really sets them up for a positive path for 2017.
0: We had the MLS preview show where we previewed both the NYCFC and the Red Bulls. The NYCFC. I hate when it's it's weirdly set. Up where you yeah. can't say the, but you're used to saying the for teams. But anyway, we had our beat writers on. We had Christian Hoban on and James Corrigan on Red Bulls, or excuse me, NYCFC and Red Bulls, respectively. You are not a beat writer this season, but obviously a very knowledgeable fan. I want to get your opinion. What is the ceiling for this team this year?
2: Um, I think they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals as long as they avoid injuries and they get you know good minutes out of Pirlo. Um, David Villa, last year's MVP, if he can follow up last season with anything close to that, even if he nets 15 or 16 goals, uh, I think bringing in Shauna Coley, I think being in Maxi Morales as kind of a winger central midfielder that can really replace Frank Lampard, I think. uh, They do have the tools and the attack to to really do a lot of damage. Um, They've brought in some defensive reinforcements, and I think if they can solidify that back line, which was a problem even before Patrick Vieira got here, uh, they can really go as far as they want to I'm not going to say they're going to be cup finalists But yeah. Eastern Conference Finals I think would be a really good benchmark For this level of talent You
0: just referenced Frank Lampard And that was a question I posed to Christian two weeks ago How it, You saw the impact Frank Lampard had on the team I And mean, when he came back from injury he was fantastic How will the team replace him And where else have they improved To kind of nullify that loss in the midfield
2: well, I think they they replaced him pretty well in Maxi Morales, a guy who spent four years in Serie A with Atalanta. Um, Maxi's really he's good. A <laughs> he's, really he's a great. He's really great player, and um, the the immediate chemistry be- between him and David Villa was on display in the home opener, uh, where they just cracked DC United open. And you know he had he had an ass- uh, a goal and two assists. David Villa had two goals and an assist. So uh, it was. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. No, I got those numbers right. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say you're right. Was, no, you're correct. right. You got yeah. It. And uh, I mean, he's the guy who's gonna you know pop up in between lines, make third runs into the box, uh, create both inside and outside because he's you know kind of a he's a he's like an inverted winger. He he shuttles between the center midfield spot and being on the outside. Uh, I also think they did really well in the draft. You know, US U20 international Jonathan Lewis, who had a great uh, CONCACAF Championship, helped launched the U-20s into the World Cup mm-hmm. just this past spring. Uh, I think he's a special talent. Uh, you've still got guys like Tommy Mack. I mean, you still got David Villa. you still got Kiri Shelton, who can put together a great game every once in a while. And I really do think they upgraded at the back with a guy like Cayennes coming out of the Spanish uh, second tier, young Peruvian international I, I think he's a guy that can really gel with this team, provide a great center back partner for Maxime Chenot, and and really just kind of round out what I think has been a really good
0: personnel off season mm-hmm. uh, for NYCFC. Let's move across the Hudson River here for a second. New York Red Bulls two zero and one as opposed to the as opposed to NYCFC's one one and one. Won their first two games. They beat Atlanta United in the Atlanta United home opener, which a lot of people, you need to give a lot of credit to that. The, cra- the crowd was loud, and as we've seen, I mean, they're a good team. They're Yeah, that snow game team, was really impressive. They're a team yeah. to, to, to be reckoned with this season. The fact that they went down there in Atlanta's home opener and beat them is really impressive. They beat Colorado 1-0 and then a, a 3-1 loss to Seattle a few days ago. I mean, that says more about Seattle than they do. I mean, Jordan Morris and Clint. It's good to see Clint Dempsey back and scoring goals. It's, it's, it's a really nice sight for American soccer fans to be to be seeing. I don't care if you're a Portland yeah, fan, for, but it's good it's for good for to see Clint Dempsey scoring yeah, mean, again. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's talk about the other big news in the MLS. Bastian Schweinsteiger. World Cup winner, Germany international captain, a Champions League winner. He's he's was pretty much the face of Bayern for a few seasons there. I mean, he was on top of his game 2012, 2013, 2014. Just a a, a real tough Powerful center midfielder Went to United People thought like Okay he's going to be a good piece In that United midfield And he never even got a chance Mourinho never gave him a chance He finally got out of that situation He's over in the United States now I think I think this is a good, this is a good move for him and for the MLS. I mean, Schweinsteiger, he's a big name. He's, he's he was at one time a top 5 midfielder in the world.
1: He's a big name and someone who has a lot of power and strength as you alluded to. And and you know, he's a true Bayern Munich player. If you look at the great Bayern Munich players of, of in their just their history, he's in the top 5. He, he's one of those
0: key guys that just lives and breathes that team. They said it during the 2012 Champions League final. He is Bavaria through and through. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not just summarizes the team. He right. summarizes the area. Like He's a kid, for example, grew up, let's say, like Carmelo Anthony, for example, grew up in the New York area, yeah. Wants to, has a New York attitude about him, always wanted to play for New York, and that's exactly what yeah, Schweinsteiger did. And
1: although maybe you might not say he's a top-five talent that Bayern Munich has ever had in their history, the things that he's able to, pr- to provide to a team are not things that you can necessarily see on the field. I mean, the way he was the captain of that team, co-captain at times with Philip Lam, really, yeah. really helped that team gel together through the transition from... I, I, I'm i forgetting right now the, the, the coach that they won the... The Champions League with and transferring uh, to Guardiola. Name? Yeah, I forgot his name. Um, he retired. I I'm I'm not remembering. name. Yupanekis. Yeah, yeah, yep, Yupanekis. Yeah. So the transition from Van Hal to him to then from Yupanekis to to uh Ancelotti to Ancelotti. Uh, to Guardiola, you know. Yeah, like yeah it's it just yeah. really he's he's just he's that glue guy. He's your flank Frank Lampard of yeah. Germany. And I think that that's what Chicago Fire really need because they they Chicago been, Fire need anything. Let's they be need anything. Here. You know, and the first thing you guys, need is setting the tone. <laughs> Tyler's I'm about to go off here. Have to go ahead and I, well, disagree with I'm you. I'm just saying like I think just setting the tone in the locker room and just providing some level of like respectability and just like professionalism and just, like, as a true leader and a true great of the sport, I think that that's at least a benefit.
2: Tyler, go for look, it. Look, he's not going to walk into this locker room and be a leader right away. That's not how it's going to work. He's going to have to prove himself to the personnel there, and I don't know if he'll be able to do it because, look, I, I, every, I he's going to go down as one of the top 10 center midfielders, I think, ever uh, for what he did for Bayern. But Okay. Everything you guys were saying, all the accomplishments he had, those are in the past, and they were also a couple knee injuries ago. And when you're coming that into MLS true. as a 6 or an 8, uh, you're going to get the crap kicked out of you. And I don't know how you can, as a front office in Chicago, watch Pierlo get run over yeah, week in and just week out for three years and say, all right, we're going to give this dude who hasn't really played, who has an injury history... Uh, 4.5 million dollars for what a, a season, a season and a half to come in and, and do what? I don't think he's going to be a name that moves the the moves the uh needle at the gate too much beyond his first few games because this Chicago Fire fan base has been deprived of anything resembling a oh. good team for such a long time oh God, that absolutely. the only thing that's going to get them back into the stadium is winning and winning consistently. But I think- and when you have an off season. Like the Chicago Fire did, where you brought in Dax McCarty, yes. who's a wonderful defensive midfielder. You brought in Juninho, who won a couple of MLS Cups with LA Galaxy, spent a season in Mexico, is another very talented player. When you bring in a guy like Nemanja Nikolic from uh, Legia Warsaw, who has had an absolutely insane goal-scoring record in European competition, you know you start to set the tone for what you want to be going forward as a as a club, and. That kind of philosophy, when you bring in someone like Schweinsteiger and you say, oh, we're going to go five years backwards and just sign aging stars that we don't really know if they can contribute yeah. uh, as just a cash grab, you you really kind of undo all the work you did in a very successful offseason. And I, I don't really know how that's anything but an insult to the intelligence well, of the fan base.
1: I, I, Tyler, I think that's – I mean, you're, you're actually proving my point. I think the, I think really what he's going to do for that team is just – they've got a lot of ta- a, a, like good pieces going forward, so he's going to be able to go in there and say, look, guys, I know I'm not American, I'm not an MLS guy, but I know soccer. And he can at least set some sort of tone in the locker room, motivate guys when they need it. To kind of glue the team together. I mean, he is again a Frank Lampard, a, a glue type of player. He might not fit schematically into the plans, but at least in
2: the locker room he's able to do that. And Sweinsteiger is That's never what you bring in a guy like McCarty for, a guy who has US national team experience. He was I the think, rock of the great. Red Bulls for years. Tyler,
0: I think you're overstating this whole insulting the fan base thing. The Chicago Fires results have been mo- more insulting to the fan base than any o- for front for like office. the last five years. The, exactly. Any front office exactly. move well, than they than that they could have. done They lost four 0 to Atlanta United last weekend. I mean I mean, that's that just shows you all you need to know about the state of this franchise right now. Yes, they won against a mediocre Real Salt Lake team. They tied. They drew one one in their first game in the season. But they're they're a team that's going to be bottom of the even with these offseason transition with these off acquisitions. They're not going to be a team that's going to challenge for this for an MLS Cup even with Schweinsteiger. So not why, an MLS Cup. But the so thing is, so why not if- why not bring him in and bring some sort of of uh, of what? Rep- uh, of experience. He, he credit- has not credibility. Credibility yeah, mean, to the like franchise. He, that's Ooh. what he's... And I'm I'm also, I'll say this. You mentioned Pirlo. Pirlo is not the same player as Schweinsteiger. He's Schwansteiger also 5'7", not 6'0". You know. Schweinsteiger will give his all, that w- regardless of how much that may well, be because, of his, in- because <laughs> of his injuries. <laughs> Pierlo does not give he's his all, let's it. be honest here. Uh, but Schweinsteiger will give his all. Okay, that's who but, he is as a player. But you mentioned
2: the necessity of them... Winning to bring back this fan base Are you gonna Do you really think it's a good move To give 4.5 million dollars to a guy That you don't even know if he's gonna help you win No I think, but he, I I think, think he's he, a I plus. think they
0: overpaid for him I think they overpaid for him But you see people overpay for players all the time It's not, it's not something that's that's going to kill this. If you this can overpay
2: over for a guy, why on earth would it be him?
1: But it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm sorry. Any team in I'd the rather, world. I'd if rather you, get him for that amount option, of money than any MLS player. Yeah, if
2: you have the option. Oh, to, you're not going to spend $4.5 million on a guy who's already in the league. Exactly. That's what I thought you saying. No, no, no. Why don't you were, go younger? Why don't you go for a Juvenco? Right, if there's Why you no way go for he's somebody, going there. There's no How, way. He's way. Going. No, 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 not, not, not. But not, you not you oh, okay, but like yeah, a guy who's oh, okay. younger, a guy who's closer to in his prime, a guy you know so who can a, really who's contribute. Who's a player?
0: Who's a player you think would would have would have been much better, uh, much better fit? For, uh Use of the money. I, I don't think they had to spend that money on a center midfielder. Uh,
2: if you're gonna go for an older guy, try to lure Wayne Rooney. He's yeah. he's on the outs at Manchester United too. He's a little bit younger. He doesn't need to be able to run the field as much. True. Uh, if you, you've got, got you've got a stacked uh, relatively young center midfield stable at, at the Chicago Fire. I mean. You really think a guy like Schweinsteiger is gonna move the needle like a guy like yeah, Wayne Rooney was? He's gonna help. He's gonna help those inexperienced center midfielders. I mean, that's my thing. Like, if they're, you have
1: the option to have Schweinsteiger on your team, they're not inexperienced. You're going to, they're not. Oh, inexperienced. you just said they're young. Like, you know, they're young guys. They're you know, they're still probably well. If look, my point is they're young players, and clearly they haven't gelled enough to win. So if they if they need to know what it's like to win, they need to like. Schweinsteiger can be somebody that can teach them what winning is like, you know, and just understand what how you conduct yourself in a locker room and in practice to get to that point. My thing is if you have the option to have Schweinsteiger, yeah, okay, uh,
2: I'll no, I'll no, no, accept no, no. that as a reason That's why they did it. I don't believe it's gonna work, but I'll accept that as a reason. That's why. I'll just thing. say
0: this: we've we've got to move on here. We got about ten minutes left in the show, but I'll say this: when's the last time you heard Chicago Fire make make major headlines in the MLS? It's got to be at least ten years. So yeah, I yeah mean, it's pretty much. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Years. So at its core, all this move did was bring credibility to the team and bring it and bring it positive. PR. Well it proved it they were willing to spend money. Yeah. But I mean, it proved but, they were also still very stupid in how they did And <laughs> and bring some sort of positive, I guess, feelings and it's some sort, any sort of positive news about this team, other than them, loo- any sort of news other than them losing, is good for Chicago Fire right now. I'll say that. Last thing, I just want to wrap up this segment. I I googled Chicago Fire to get their uh, previous three games, and it took me three pages to find a result about the soccer team. It shows all about the TV show for the first two pages. So that just shows you how irrelevant the Chicago Fire have have become in the. Uh, Do you think that's how the, the public... front office makes their decisions? Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying it's interesting. I'm just yeah. You know, oh, that, guys
2: I checked Google, I couldn't find this again. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to go get
0: Schweinsteiger. Their PR team's got a tough job. Yeah. Man. Oh yes, they do. Anyway, let's move on. BPL, EPL. Excuse me. British you, Premier League. You just referenced Wayne Rooney. Let's talk about Wayne Rooney for a second. A lot of rumors linking him to Everton, his boyhood club. In my opinion, if he's gonna go anywhere else other than Man United, it's gonna be either to Everton or to China. I really don't. Th- I really don't see him as the kind of player who's gonna come over to MLS. Well, I really personally,
2: don't. I don't really want him in MLS that much. I agree. Uh, but like I, I think, you know it, it would move the needle in some places. So I, like, you know, I don't, okay.
1: I don't think he's the kind of guy also to go to China. I just I see I see him as an English player. He's he's an Englishman. He's gonna stick there. Um yeah, Everton's a nice Team, I guess, to go to. It's a nice story. It's very much a sentimental reason. But I guess I don't. I don't. I don't like it schematically. I think, I think he fit think, well in that team. I don't think he's a great replacement for Lukaku. I don't think also...
0: he? He would not be a replacement for Lukaku. I don't think. Well, he's, he can't. He can't. I mean, be a what, what
1: position are you going to put
0: him in? Center mid, center, and center attacking so. I mid. Mean, and he's
1: going to replace. He's going to replace
0: Barkley. It put. It, I mean, you know I what don't. That midfield doesn't I just, need any sort of depth. I, I just, mean, what Everton doesn't have is depth. They've got yeah. Lukaku and a lot of average players, is what they have.
1: I, I don't know. I I'm really worried for Wayne Rooney in terms of his legacy. I I, agree. I think yeah. I think he's overplaying. I think he needs to maybe stop. We're getting into like the
2: Kobe Twilight
0: or, years. When actually it comes
2: or to
1: maybe Rooney. Ronaldinho, you know? Uh,
0: I think like, he's got more his, to offer than Kobe did in his No, last no, few I'm years. just
1: saying he's he's reminding me of Ronaldinho, you know, like Crumbles under pressure on the national team and just starts falling apart. I mean, Ronaldinho did exactly that after 06. Okay, after and, 06. Yeah. I, was and, say, I mean, he won a World Cup. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, he was the main guy in 06 and not and, in 02, Yeah, he, and he crumbled. Yeah, and he didn't, I'm he didn't just, have a good World Cup. I mean, obviously, Wayne Rooney d- doesn't even shine Ronaldinho's shoes. You know, his potential was to be maybe close to that, but he, he I mean, he was really great for only four, maybe five years. But it's, I don't know. I, I'm just starting to think that this guy's. I think it, it's becoming psychological because I, I don't know if it's so much a physical uh, reason. Because there are moments that I watch him, uh, I watched him in the Euros where he just, he just looked like he had lost all confidence yeah. in his legs. Yeah. And you know, obviously, if you feel like you can't do it and you can't do it, then you're going to start thinking you really can't do it. But I just, you know, Ronaldinho's kind of tarnished his legacy by going to all these different teams, and I'm just starting to see like. Ronaldinho leaving Barcelona, going to AC Milan, and, and Wayne Rooney leaving Manchester United, potentially going to another team to, to like kinda like restart himself and maybe have a couple of good years. I know it's early, but I I really I would really like to see Wayne Rooney retire. I really would like to see him retire. You think he's
0: gonna retire you want him to retire I w- like yeah. this season? Yeah, I think he's it's... got way more I think he's got way more time. I really do. I mean, I
1: just I just think he's just going to start going to all these teams and he's just kind of going to sit. I... Yeah,
2: it's tough to figure out a, a place you'd like to see him go because no matter where he goes even if it's to his boyhood club, I don't think you can make an argument that he's going to be a guy who starts a lot of matches. He's not better than Barkley. He's n- not. He's not, and he doesn't really fit anywhere else in that team, Um, even, even as like a second forward for whoever they re- end up replacing Lukaku with. Uh, the problem is that it just schematically, as you were saying, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And I don't think he's the kind of guy that wants to be a guy who just comes off the bench all the time. Uh, I, I don't think that's who Wayne Rooney is, and there's, the problem with that is it, it starts to limit your options as to where you can go. And you know, I don't. It's it's harder to move to China now after they you know have that thing where that you can only field uh, three players. Yeah, are Chinese. Yeah, that's bizarre. Uh, which I don't know why they did that it's at this bizarre. point. I'm, yeah, why we why blow so much money um, and then suddenly so do? that? Yeah, yeah it really but make but sense also like, you know, there's a quality of life issue over there. It's just not the it's same. Just, it's not. Uh, it's not what well, you culture. To. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But so you know. What this kind of does is, you know, look at all these things we're eliminating already. Like, it might be time to, for him to just quit while he's ahead and maybe move into coaching or something like that. It's not like his football legacy is over. It just, I don't, I think, obviously, his best playing days are behind him, and I think we're gonna see a very steep decline from. Here I mean, on if he out.
1: wants to stay united, I'm fine with that and not retire right and like continue to be kind of a bench yeah. guy. But I'd really like him to, you know. I want to remember Wayne Rooney like he was when he was 16. And I know that's I know. not fair, but he was a god. You know. know, like, it, it yeah, was, he was unreal. He
0: was, he was considered one of the best players in the world and in the, his I time 08, Him and Ronaldo were it, fantastic. Yeah, if you together. look at that Champions Towards the end League, of Ronaldo's time. Yeah, 08 Champions If you look Champions at that championship team, yeah.
1: team, I mean, you have Tevez,
0: Nani, Cristiano. Wayne Rooney, Van der y-
1: Yeah, Sar. I mean, like that team was so that good. team. And Wayne Rooney That had Champions had that-
0: League final against Chelsea. There's so many good players in yeah, that. Yeah, man. Remember he when the EPL that- was fun? Dude, remember you know? when they were good on <laughs> yeah. the in the international level? My God, I mean, like Wayne at all? Rooney, Those were the days.
1: He, he, Wayne Rooney stood out though on that team because Neither. of that power. Yeah. And he's not a big guy, but he's he's dense and he's lost the denseness. And he's never been really particularly known for speed. So it's like he's not big enough to, like,
2: overpower people yeah, just by his size. It's like kind of like being an NFL running back, you know? You got, like, a, few, a couple, three good years in your prime, and then, you know, it just, the physical nature of everything just takes its toll on you. And I think that's kind of where we are with Wayne Rooney now. Like, the thing that made him so
0: unique is the thing that's kind of starting to fail him now.
1: It's like Larry Johnson to me with the chiefs. With the
0: Chiefs, yeah. yeah. No, I got you. Moving into our final subject here, US Men's National Team. Woo! Obviously, obviously international break here, which yeah, kind of takes the entire <laughs> air, Let's go. which takes the air out of every single internet or er, every single domestic league around the world. I don't know. That's a discussion for another day. There's got to there's got to be a better way to do these international breaks. But regardless, the schedule says that they play Panama or excuse me, Honduras, Honduras on Friday and, and Panama, Panama on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Tyler if they lose or draw one of these games, will they qualify for the World Cup? uh they gotta get a result
2: out of each of these two games. So you
0: but you're saying problem, you're saying two draws will get will be fine.
2: Yeah, if you know the hex format, you'll know it's it's insanely easy for teams like Mexico and the. US to qualify That is true um,
0: but think about this they've got how many points so far they've got zero points. If
2: they win their put it this way if they win three their last three home games of the hex, They'll have won more games than Mexico did during the entire hex process of the World Cup qualifying and they still made it. And they still made it to the World Cup. But let's let's you
0: don't want to have that no, two don't. game playoff you against New Zealand. Don't. You don't want I, no, I don't even no, 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 I don't no. even care who else is qualifying in Oceania. It's going to be against New Zealand. I don't care what anybody uh, says. But I have a new quick play, you don't you don't want that.
1: No, absolutely not. Is is going to be playing, right? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. This guy is is a he's, he's a world changing player. Because he's on a on he's, he's really it. from a that, good. that hasn't had somebody like him. Yeah, and also, Julian Green, I'm sorry, was never him. No, no, no he <laughs> really and, wasn't. And. I'm sorry. Like he's been so good this year. He's exceptional. I think they're gonna get a result for sure. Like I, 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 they're gonna at least get one. The great thing about Pulisic
2: is like you can stop. You, you can, you can remove the whole American qualifier from anything he is. He's just a great player, and he's gonna continue to be a great player. Look how young he is. Look how much he's contributing to a very big club. It's a lot of fun to watch. But going back to the matter at hand, we shouldn't have to worry about whether or not the U.S. is. Capable of beating Honduras or yeah, Panama, I think, yeah. and I think they are. I think that we we obviously have the talent. We have the deepest player pool we've ever had. They lost 4 Costa Rica. I think that had more, but again, Costa Rica was really good in the Costa World Rica Cup. Is a... You know? I Costa
0: know is I, they're not team. a bad country, but losing four 0 to well, that's Costa Rica—that's what happens. Rica? That's what happens when four nil. Jermaine you're a, Jones is... embarrassing. This is what happens.
2: This is what happens when Jurgen Klinsmann's your manager, dude. This is what happens. This is what happens when you're your manager, is happens, is happens when your it's players. Not like Bruce Arena's a world, world changer in himself. He's no, but a he's a—he's a, he's a well. He did take the U.S. to. the Quarterfinals of the World Cup in 2002. <laughs> Fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. But he's like a guy who Cup. had he's had a lot of success. <laughs> he's got a great pedigree. He knows the U.S. program very well. And he's a guy who's just he's a change of pace. He's a very different manager than Jurgen Klinsmann was or Bob Bradley was. And you need that new I energy. Think, no, to that's eject. that's a
0: very good point. Because the players aren't the problem. You need something problem. different. Yeah,
2: a- at least in Concacaf qualifying, the players are not the problem. It's we true. have uh, players true. that are miles above basically anyone from. A- any other country but Mexico you sure. know uh, who's a great I,
1: team when I when I talk to to people around the world you know about the US national team they're like you know it's amazing you watch any Olympics and, and the Americans always have the most talent yeah you know this country really represents kind of the world yeah and I, going back to the thing and I, I agree with you man like Tyler you know I, I don't identify myself as very American you know but I, I you know I grew up here half of my life and I can at least say you know it's time that Americans shouldn't doubt, you know, if they can beat Honduras. No, yeah. definitely you not. You know, it, it's Absolutely it's time. Not. It's time. And and I and I feel you, man. Like it, it must get annoying where you're just like, you know, we're the There's United a lot States, of underachieving. Yeah, and, a lot. and and you know, I think it's time where you just go, you know what, we're gonna put the ball in Pulisic's hands and we're, or in his feet you know, and uh and just let him write it out, because if I that think guy time. can can virtually almost in in some moments has carried Dortmund at times, yeah. the, the, the no, which is the amazing game. in itself. Yeah, yeah which is amazing because he's a, t- a team that big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Champions League, you know, a Bundesliga, both. I, I'm I'm sorry. i have just I've got this feeling that the United States is. Is, is in a good spot. I think that this is going to be like the beginning of something really, really great. I, I'm not trying to like jinx anything. Yeah, but no. Something some, no, with this very different. Things coming. I've, I've followed
2: this sport in this country for a very long time and he's something that's entirely different than anything we've ever had before. No, it's, no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he's not the only incredibly talented player we have coming through the pipeline now, which is very exciting yeah. because it's the sign of a culture shift in the U.S. It's in terms of soccer. It's really starting to take hold and that's a lot of fun. But the current players have a very big job ahead of them right now because if they screw up and end up not qualifying for the World Cup, it's going to set culture. the landscape back so far that 20, like, 20, I don't even 25 know years, what yeah. to say 20, 25 I years. can't even fathom how yeah. bad it would be. Absolutely. The money and the resources and
0: the culture just lost destroyed. To no, so, absolutely. No, that's a great way to put it, Tyler. Please, that's please, yeah. please win. Yeah. Because that would no, really come on. Man. Yeah. Have some faith. Don't because worry. Might... No, I, don't I, worry. Come I, on. I do, man. Come but jeez, we if, gotta do it. If they don't qualify for the World Cup, Tyler is 100 percent right. It sets the soccer culture back a quarter century. They become a joke again. They become a joke that they were in the in, yeah, not necessarily because... in like the I guess before even 1994. Yeah, because the
1: problem with the United States is
0: not the the talent. It's, it's the, the culture. culture. It's true. No, absolutely. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Mir Gori, Tyler Bailey. We thanks got so Jimmy Conrad coming in next weekend. He's going to help us review all of these wonderful U.S. men's national team qualifying games. As Tyler said, please win, guys. It would be really helpful for us. FUVFC, we'll see you next week.